0: The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Seminar. A small group of students, as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussions. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Issue 5. Rivals and Universal Narrative.
1: Welcome back, please be seated, class has begun. Your grades for the previous assignments are now being returned to you as you turn in your essays. The grades will be average, and your midterms will reflect that. I remind you, I am watching you, I am always watching you. That stated, let us begin. Humanity, in its complexity, mysterious nature, is an illogical creature which is why so many aspects of the human psyche remain as case studies even now. Examine the concept of rivalry, in which two humans share a bond of competition. This word is at the essence of humanity, a frivolous and pointless quest to see which human is of a greater aptitude or skill than the other. An impractical practice, nevertheless, it was prevalent in society. While skill and aptitude are tested with flawless ease by statistics and numerical values, humans continue to pursue this futile quest. This is especially true of the male population of the species. The entertainment community both thrived and destroyed itself because of rivalry. Observe one such scenario. The Reunion. Stand by lights, 5-4... Five 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 six. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Five 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 six. And go.
2: That was great. The solo you played on Salamander in the Rain. Thanks. I mean it. Tremendous. Better than ever.
3: Thanks. Good morning, Thanks. all departments. I think we'll have
2: an encore. Your
3: harmony was perfect on Fight Through the Night. Thanks. I always loved that bit. The way you wrote that.
2: Thank you, Dale. You know, that's not what you told the magazine. Huh? That you liked the way I wrote the part.
3: Oh, man, look. Yeah? I was angry. I never thought anybody would... What? You know, think I was serious. Not people who knew anything.
2: You never know about people, do you?
3: Man, I can't believe you're still pissed about that. You couldn't believe, of all people. I thought you would know I was just playing around.
2: Well, you just never know about people, do you? So what do you think for the encore?
3: Well, Heaven My Way, just like we planned. Mm. Alan will do like we planned and like the band rehearsed.
2: They know all the songs. So really, it's up to us. Oh no, oh no. I was thinking we should do Madagascar Moonlight. That's a great song.
3: All
1: departments cancel
3: that warning. Heaven My Way is the one they all came to hear us play again. Yeah, but I bet we do two honkos. Everybody wants us to do Heaven My Way. We rehearsed it this way. We programmed the whole performance to do it now.
2: Sometimes fans don't get what they want. Oh, my God. That's what makes them fans.
3: What? What are you saying? Fans love you
2: anyway, even when they're disappointed.
3: Is that what this is about? You need to prove you've got fans. No. Because, uh, let me tell you, Madagascar Moonlight is not one of your best efforts. critic. And it's sure to disappoint a lot of those people.
2: What do you know? What? What would you know about... About programming a set? About mixing an album? Plenty. About writing a song that touches the soul of an I entire know, generation. I plenty. While nobody even knows what the hell it means. Nobody knows what Madagascar Moonlight means. That's right. I don't even know what it means, and I wrote it. But you know all
3: about grabbing all the credit.
2: Don't give me that.
3: About claiming all the glory. About being called a genius for both our work. Hey. Yeah. Alan, the genius. The genius made everything great. And Dale just went along for the ride.
2: If the glove
3: fits. So the genius gets all the credit. And what about Dale, huh?
2: I always mention your contributions to our...
3: Contributions? What do I get out of that? Early retirement? It's my voice, my guitar and our records. They still play those records. And you, they call a genius. You son of a... me,
2: they call a has-been.
1: Morning, house lights. We may be heading
2: home. You said you hated my writing. What? In the interview. Oh, come on. I was just... Highest circulation among 20 to 40-year-old men. I was joking. And you decide to play around.
3: I was angry.
2: You couldn't deal.
3: You don't know what it's like. My albums got trashed. Nothing else worked and, huh... I was washed up at 26. And
2: rich enough you didn't need to work. What do you know about it? You've always been a success. It's been easy for you. I worked. I worked on those songs, our career, every spare moment. I worked too. You you worked your way into Rachel's pants uh, while I was working in the studio to make money. We both worked for the money. right. But only you snuck around while I was working and screwed my wife. Man, it wasn't a big thing. Not to you, but I (sighs) love her. The happiest I've ever been, the greatest love I've ever known, and then gone. Come on, we've been through this. That's what you did to me while I was busting my ass for our career. You're so full of it. I can't speak for Rachel, but I don't think you did much for her life, either. You didn't care about her, you just cared about the money. The music. It was always about the music.
1: Security, please. I'd like security backstage left.
3: Ah, some goddamn reunion.
2: I worked at it. At the music, at the songs, at our careers. All the time. And you? Hey, I worked at it. How much? How hard? Of course the press gives me more credit. I spend every moment working on our music. Our music! Don't get... You have just as much talent and you know it. But you didn't work as hard. I worked at it.
1: Uh, cancel that request. Come on.
2: You were one of the original coasters.
1: <clears throat> Warning all departments. Encore coming up. Warning lights 5-8. Travel spots
3: 5-9. Let's do heaven
2: my way just like we planned. Don't ever touch me on the head again. Ever. Damn you. What? You SOB. You patted me on the head after salamander in the rain.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Don't ever do that again.
3: Yeah, okay. You're right. You SOB. That was wrong. Sorry, I won't do it again.
2: All right, then.
1: Stand by. Lights 5-8. Stand by. Travel spot 5-9.
3: Now, can we do heaven my way like we planned and send these people home happy?
2: Yeah. Yeah? Okay, yeah, let's do it.
3: All right. Ready?
2: Ready to play the shit out of that guitar one more time? Ready. Let's go.
1: Lights, 5-8, go. Travel spots, 5-9, go. Thank you.
3: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. We're going to do one more right now called Madagascar Moonlight.
3: Ah, you (laughs) motherfuckers.
1: Quickly take out your tablets and answer the following questions. What is your personalized statistical counselor commander? Please to support your class. Time's up, tablets down. My matrix is now collected and will collate your assignments. Inquiry, student two. Bridges, female. State inquiry. Um, some of these questions, I can't answer them. We're not competitive like them. How can we be expected to think like that? You are the privileged. This course requires total focus and concentration. Analysis is key to this course, and if you are not capable of such, withdraw. Logic dictates that criteria for this course has been met by all students. But if there is a lack of skill to hypothesize and analyze, then withdraw. Inquiry sensors deactivated. No further inquiries. To continue, this course is far encompassing, and so the attention turns now to the outside view. So far, there has only been focus on humanity's perspective. Observe universal narrative in which humans were placed into Altarian fiction. In this upcoming piece, the perception of humanity as thrown into a foreign, postmodern setting is of particular importance. Consider the title Roxy and the Trash Man.
3: Thank you for choosing the Infinite Encyclopedia for your information needs. The grand city of Lona is a unique place. Apparently self-created by the sheer force of will inherent in its future inhabitants, Lona has entrances and exits throughout the multiverse, and it is said that you can certainly get there from here, wherever there is, whatever here is, and no matter the quantum state of either location, the route between, or the traveler in question. Like most great cities, multiversal or otherwise, Lona has its own undercity where much of the support system is located, along with maintenance systems, waste disposal, and much more. The undercity is also home to an extensive sentient underclass, much of which goes from birth to disposal without seeing any of the surface city.
4: Now, damn it! You let me out of here! Joey's almost gotcha! Yeah! Almost got the trash can! Almost... almost there...
5: Whatever.
4: Joey, stop the cart! Stop the cart before the Grubber's activate!
3: Oops.
4: Joey! He fell down! Told you we should have had his stinky stuff switched back on. Janie! Grubber? Janie, stop this crazy thing. Help! Stop it! It'll dump her if we don't stop it. Hey, Joey. Huh? Stop the grubber. (laughs) Damn it, Alter, hell! Get me out of here. Help! Oh, no. Garbage chute. Joey, get it. Uh, Yeah. Got to Got it. He's not going to make it. Maybe maybe I'm faster. Joey, faster! You it off! Too late! <laughs> oh! Uh-oh. <coughs> <laughs> Lindy, get your foot out of my ear. Not my foot, Janie. Gotta be Joey's foot. Ain't big enough. Don't you argue with me now, Lindy. Just get your whaling foot out of my ear. Telling you, it ain't my foot. Well, if it ain't Joey's foot. Ah! Oh, oh. something just walked down my leg and it was freezing. Oh. Jamie. Oh, hear that? Huh? Hear what? All I hear is Roxy raising the dead. Uh-uh, listen. Oh, wow. You it'll lead us? Nah. Trash creatures aren't going to get us first. Feel this stuff moving? Where's Joey? How the whale in hell I know. Can't see nothing. It can't smell nothing but moldy old trash. Smells like a lot of old dead stuff in here. Oh, You would say that. Your damn fault anyway. Huh? My fault? You let the break off, stupid. You maybe want Joey to get a hernia. Of course I let the break. I am so gonna kill you! Oh! <laughs> it's a guy! How'd you know? You uh, ever hear a girl laugh that deep? Maybe it's gonna eat us after all. Ain't crunching. <laughs> Mama never said if monsters crunch, can't crunch. Everybody'd hear them, and I never heard of no monster being caught. People catch them if they crunch. wouldn't they? Stop! Ain't eating her, I guess. Not if she's making that noise. Mmm. I got a problem. Huh? What now? I think I'm scared of the dark. Don't you dare scream, Lindy. Cause I'll kill you if you do. Mm. Hey, you got any idea where Joey is? Sure he ain't dead? Thought I heard him. He's too dumb to worry, probably. Could be him moving, I guess. Maybe. Mm. Joey! Huh?
3: Who's that?
4: Shut up, you dumb grubber. He'll hear you. What? He will. Googly, man.
3: Uh-oh. Hmm.
4: Janie? Hmm, wasn't me. Joey? Nope. Uh, and duh, and like. That's all he's got since his dinky stuff was switched off.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
4: Wendy? Yeah? What kind of monster hums? Damn if I know. ah huh Oh 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 uh-oh. Ha-ha,
3: <laughs> bunny.
4: Mm. Ah.
5: <laughs>
4: Joey's gonna be dinner. <gasps> Lindy, Lindy.
5: Lovely, hmm, lovely. I'm
4: dead. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so dead. Well. About
5: time you got here.
4: Damn, that hurt think I bruised my tailbone. Gonna bruise it some more for you. Oh, you're going to get a kicking for this.
5: Nice, nice, very good. <laughs> That's some all then. Jolly good. Oh, jolly lot of them, eh? What? <laughs> a little humanitarian megalomania makes a day, eh? What do you say?
4: I guess I ain't going to believe it if I see it. So, if I don't see it, Maybe I'll keep my lunch
5: down. Well then, you're a cheeky little thing. Rather after me own hearty heart, yes indeed. All humour and zest and bubbles and, I dare say, love. Or perhaps not, who knows? Shall I do me crunches now, my dear? Molecular dissolution and rearrangement, all that?
4: If you wanna. I mean, you know what you're talking about. So, um, I mean, maybe?
5: Well. It is the heart and soul of lonely, you know, without which this old, ancient and otherwise venerable place, what never winds down, would wind up and crumble to dust. Never more to say what has to be said to archaeologists wearing spanking new booties. Would you want that? Terrible thing to think, terrible, terrible thing indeed.
4: Oh hell, it ain't gonna worry Joey. He ain't got nothing but bricks
5: behind his eyes right now. That is so terrible, I'll tell you. They left my noggin intact, oh yes, they did indeed.
4: Nothing wrong with your mouth either.
5: I am not. Crackers, bonkers, All free sheets to the wind. My master stands level, so it does. And my faculty's a borg. Yeah, they always say
4: that.
5: Hmm, offensive brat. I ought to let the snork have you.
4: The finor?
5: Never you mind. Now I've work to do. Must be doing it or else, you know, they never forgive me. Excuse, beg pardon. So sorry.
4: Whoa. How do you do that? At least we got lights. Hey Roxy, you okay? I ain't talking to you. I think she's kind of mad, Janie. What gave it away? Janie, what's a fork you reckon? Dunno. Sounds kind of disgusting though. Good thing we're indoors,
1: huh? Your assignment for next week. Analyze how Roxane the Trashman presents humanity, and using knowledge gleaned from previous pieces, discuss the validity of the piece. Class dismissed. Supplemental Inquiry. Players for seminar.
0: Featuring the voice talents of... Sue Jenkins as the instructor. Susan Bridges as student two. In The Reunion, Paul Mannering as Dale. Jason Hackett as Alan. M. Ciero Garcia as the stage manager. And Ray and Cindy Kukendall. Anthony Anderson, Jason Hackett, Perry Whittle, Amanda Fitzwater, David Alexander McDonald, and Benedict Burns as the crowd. Written by Perry Whittle. In Roxy and the Trashman, Cindy Kukendall as Roxy. Ara Palloti as Janie. Sue Jenkins as Linda Paul Mannering as Joey David Alt as The Infinite Encyclopedia and Tim Kelby as The Trashman Written by Stephen E. McDonald. Directed by Catherine Pride Edited by Jeffrey Bridges Original music composed by David Alexander MacDonald Produced by Pendant Productions This production is copyright 2007 Pendant Productions Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges Copyright 2007 Pendant Productions For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.